0: Hello and welcome to Ants of My Mouth. I am your host, Faye Shai a beauty queen and a gender-based violence survivor. This is a gender-based violence podcast. If you are or have been a victim of gender-based violence, this podcast is for you. Let me help you find your voice. And if you simply care about social justice and would like to learn about gender-based violence, Ants of My Mouth is the right podcast for you. This is not a voice of victimhood, but of enlightenment, strength, and action. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Ants of My Mouth. I'm still your host, Faye shaya Yodaisi, and this is our seventh episode. For all those who have been listening from the very first episode of this podcast till this episode, I am grateful. Thank you so much. You motivate me and you encourage me to record every episode. The fact that you care to listen encourages me to do my best. Thank you very much. I love you. I love you a whole lot. Okay, so today's episode is going to be about debunking myths, ideas and conversations around gender-based violence. Basically, these are things that people say or think when situations of gender-based violence come up. So let's get to it. For the first one. If he or she does not struggle or scream, it is not rape. This is so not true, okay? Studies have confirmed that it is a very natural response to lay still or be paralyzed while being sexually assaulted. This could be as a result of anxiety, previous trauma, PTSD, fear, or just the re- common realization that he can't do anything about the ongoing situation. There are so many reasons why a person might not fight back while they are being raped or sexually assaulted, but that does not nullify the fact that the rapist has assaulted them. It can still be termed rape even though they did not fight back. The second one, boys or men do not get abused. This is so not true either, okay? I remember that in the first episode of this podcast, I mentioned that Gender-based violence is something that cuts across both genders. It is very possible for boys or men to get abused. As a matter of fact, just this week, I had the story of a certain young boy who was assaulted by the seniors in his school. And this even reminds me of an interesting topic. When I talk to so many males, guys that are my friends, what they tell me is that growing up, their first sexual encounter was probably with an older aunt or... um an house help or something, there's always this female figure that sexually harassed them growing up. Gender-based violence is something that cuts across both genders. Men and boys do get harassed too. They get assaulted too. Another reason why there may be a very low or a lower number of gender-based violence male victims compared to the female victims is the fact that our society is really not one that encourages men to talk about situations or their feelings. They're encouraged to be stoic and unfeeling as a symbol of manhood. So it is very possible that most men who have gotten abused just keep it to themselves rather than sharing or telling the story of their abuse. The next one is, if she wears something revealing or seductive, she's asking for it. I can't tell you how many times I've actually heard this and how angry it gets me every time someone is talking about the fact that a person was raped, and the next thing another person asks is what was she wearing. I mean, what has that got to do with the present situation? You should remember that in much more conservative times when women wore very conservative outfits, and it was even taboo to show your ankles as such, people still went ahead to rape people, okay? People were getting raped when showing ankles was a taboo, so if the world suddenly turned around and we decided to cover everything, including our highballs, I can guarantee you that there would still be rapists. Rape is not a function of the victim's clothing, but an inhumane action from the rapists. So if she was dressed seductively or wear something revealing, she's not asking for it she might have her reasons and as a result of personal preference or choice, she cho- she chooses to dress a certain way. But no one dresses in a way or any way to ask to be raped. I can guarantee you that. No one walks around thinking, this is the outfit. The minute I put this outfit on, I'll finally get what I want. Okay? I'll finally get raped because that is what I want. Trust me, nobody thinks like that. Regardless of what's... woman wears she's not asking to be raped and even if it does not align with your personal choice or your personal preference or your morals please please refrain from saying that simply because you do not agree with the person's choice of clothing that it justifies them being raped it doesn't now if you are someone that feels like you're very conservative and you have high morals and you go ahead to say something like that. You've contradicted the entire idea of being a moralist because you've just said that it's okay to abuse a human being. You justified the abuse of another person. And I can tell you this, whenever a situation of rape occurs, the rapist is always counting on people saying it was because of what the girl was wearing. Trust me. They are waiting for you to say it. So the moment you say that, you're kind of working for the rapist. You're like the rapist minion. Okay, I hate to use this word, but when you say things like that, you're being a rapist minion. Don't be a rapist minion, okay? The next one. It's okay to rape her if she's not a virgin. Come on. People actually do say this. I I know it's ridiculous, but people say it. First of all, how did you even know the person was a virgin or not before you went ahead to rape the person? You probably confirmed that you were raping the person, right? Okay. Now, saying it's okay to go ahead to rape someone simply because the person is not a virgin is the same as saying, I know it doesn't compare to it, but look at it in this sense. This is something everyone can relate to generally. Imagine you went to a restaurant. You got this large plate and you were really hungry and you sat down to eat. and the moment you opened the container of your food, someone came and snatched it and simply justified that with the fact that you've opened the container. imagine how furious you would be. that is how it is when you say it's okay to rape a person simply because the person is not the virgin. the fact that the victim is not a virgin does not justify the fact, does not justify uh, being raped, okay? or maybe him because there are cases where uh certain people think this too in the case of the guy you know you figure that because he probably wants sex or because or because men are stereotypically expected to want a lot of sex so the fact that he probably wants sex too justifies raping him it's not it's not grounds to rape a person because they're not a virgin or because you think that they want sex okay it's no grounds As a matter of fact, some rapists do justify raping their victim because they feel they were turned on at the point of raping. you know, the victim was turned on. they think the victim was turned on. there are so many reasons why a female might get turned on or even a male and doesn't always necessarily mean that they do want sex. or as a matter of fact, with you. so they be turned on or they not being virgins or they supposedly wanting sex does not justify rape. nothing justifies rape. another one on this list is boys will be boys. (laughs) don't even get me started on this one. come on. the only thing that should be consistent across males hmm, is probably the physical or the physical anatomy. you know there's a unique physical anatomy to men and to women and even in some cases there are some exceptions. that's the beauty of our world in its diverse state. That's the only thing that can be justified when you say boys to the boys. Every other thing that this statement is used to quantify is just disgusting. It's not right that a boy goes ahead to harass a girl and someone says boys should be boys just to justify the situation. It does not justify it. Okay? It's not cool. Not only is it insulting. the victims and it's you rationalizing their pain or playing down their pain it's also insulting to good men out there reducing their entire efforts to be better people to men boys being boys or men being men as a result of a person sexually assaulting a person it's like you're saying that the only thing a man can be is a serial a rapist or a rapist or something while there are men out there trying and making an effort to be better. come on! You, ne- you are the one that needs to evolve if you think this justifies terrible actions. you are the one that needs to grow because some men have grown. that means it's possible. i personally believe that um a certain kind of growth is probably the next level of evolution that we need to go through but that's a topic for another day. the next one, He's only eating me and beating me because he cares. This one comes with a special emotional and mental injury of its own. People will say these are usually victims of physical abuse or even sexual abuse. And they believe that that abuse is an expression of love. I'm going to say this from a place of love and a place of understanding and not a place of judgment. Okay? if you think this is true you need to get help you obviously have a trauma or an injury that you're yet to heal from and you need to heal from it so that you can experience love properly for what it actually is and not this mistaken markers of love that are actually toxic and unhealthy okay the appearance of this is the physical analogy i can compare this to is like You thinking that sewage is what water is. When in truth, clean water is odorless, colorless, and tasteless. At least that's what I was taught in primary school. But that is what it compares to, okay? It's like you're taking sewage when you can have clean, clear, sparkling water. That is not love. That is toxic. You need to get help so you can properly heal from whatever pain or trauma is causing you to embrace that and accept that as love. another one of this is if she's married she cannot be raped. this is basically a myth or a statement that people used to debunk the existence of marital rape. before i explain this further, let me just give an analogy because i believe that sometimes regardless of how much explanation you give on topic, so long a person cannot relate to it, they probably would not understand you. so this is it. imagine that as a man, you're married and it's really a joint financial thing, you know, your finances are kind of binded together and imagine that in spite of the extreme inconveniences or um, how difficult a financial decision might be for you and how drastically it might affect your family, your wife goes ahead to take out a loan for something extremely personal, like something that doesn't benefit anyone else but, themse- but herself she takes out a loan to probably buy a birkin bag without caring about how it affects the entire family now how would you feel as a man i mean you're struggling financially and your wife uses the only valuable property you have to take out a loan to buy a birkin bag how would you feel yeah that is how she feels when you are sexually aroused and you go ahead to force yourself on your partner under the guise of the fact that you're married it's probably a marital obligation But if your partner is having whatever reason for not being sexually active, I think what you should do is to get to the root of that problem and not rape them. Marriage does not justify rape either. Like I said, nothing justifies rape. This is going to be the last one today, but I love it, okay? I love it. You're ruining the reputation of an abuser by reporting them. (laughs) boy this is not true okay you're not ruining any reputation you are describing them for who they are. they ruined their reputation when they committed those actions or said those words that was when they ruined their reputation you reporting them is actually you creating an accurate description of who they are you are not ruining their reputation okay reporting an abuser is not gossip its integrity. You are telling it for what it is, okay? And not only does reporting an abuser not hurt their family, it protects their family. You're doing the right thing. You're not destroying them, you're holding them accountable. So please, report abusers, okay? Don't think about their family. Their families deserve to have them reported, not covered up. Because if you cover up an abuser, they will go on to keep abusing as many victims as they can find and there's no limits to this. it could be their wives, their children, their grandchildren and generations of generations. so when you report an abuser, you're protecting their family. you're not destroying their family. you're not destroying their reputation. you're laying out an accurate description of who they are. and this brings us to the end of this episode. like i mentioned in the beginning, this is going to be the last episode for this year and that is why i decided to go for something light. And this is my way of saying thank you very much for being with me since the beginning of this episode. I love you. You're special. You're amazing. You rock. And just as an extra, like a bonus, don't snuff yet, okay? Just listen. Just as a bonus, I want to um, kind of encourage you to not give up on your dreams yet. This year might have been difficult for you and things might not have gone the way you necessarily expected them to. But it's not the end of the world. We have next year. And the fact that you're listening to me right now means you're still alive and you have another day and another day. You can make the best of tomorrow and the tomorrows to come. Don't let something as silly as common sense stand in the way of your dreams. If there's something you still want to go out to achieve today, please go out and achieve it also it's okay to be kind kindness is not a sign of weakness it's actually the greatest symbol of strength to be kind in a world so callous so be kind to someone that needs it today you might just be saving a life and remember gender-based violence has no place in our society its existence is a reminder that we still have so much to do as a race it is important that we work together as a society to see that it ends. Have a great end of the year. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for taking out the time to listen to this podcast. I hope it was as inspiring as promised. Feel free to leave a review and join our online community at Ant of My Mouth on Instagram and Twitter. Remember to refer a friend that needs to hear this and you can send me your stories, suggestions and ideas by antofmymouth at gmail. Join me every Thursday for new and exciting episodes of this podcast.